Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Here we go, Magic Pisces, episode number, who knows, I don't know. It's been going for a couple of years now. I think we started Magic Pisces Podcast just, just before the world changed forever. I think... I think I started it in, it was maybe January of 2020 or December of 2019. And the intention was just to like tell stories and talk about what's possible for you and have it be kind of punk rock life coachy, which I guess it is. But uh, I wasn't planning on it being a uh, an avenue for fighting global tyranny. Yeah, I never, I never thought that, I never thought that the Magic Pisces podcast would be the resistance. I just never, I never in a million years did I think that that's what this would become. But that's not what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about Course in Miracles for now. That's not what I'm going to talk about for now. Uh, it's so funny. I have, I woke up this morning to like, to like this beep beep beep. Beep, and I haven't been feeling good, so I've been sleeping like twelve hours a night, and I've just got this like fighting off this mild bug type of a thing. Not really sick, not really well, just really exhausted. Took a COVID test, took a home COVID test. So, for the record, hashtag no Rona, no Rona, no Rona, no Rona, no COVID, no I'm 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 whatever it is. Omri Khan, six days off of Facebook. Fuck yeah, that's I think that's a record. I went on there yesterday just to, um, just so that I could renew my deactivation because it automatically reactivates after a week. So I was coming up on a week, so I went on there yesterday, logged in, and then deactivated again. So six days off Facebook. I just uh, it. It's it feels real. It's it's very much like getting sober. It's like can you you don't have to stay off Facebook for the rest of your life. Can you stay off Facebook for today, just for today? Like yes, I can. So I'm like logging days now. I don't know if yesterday would count as a slip because I went on there for a second or not. I did scroll through and I saw some. I just saw some people's opinions and just deactivated didn't go there the thing that prompted the deactivation was i didn't post something that was 100 percent responsible i i i think i was right but you know i didn't i didn't come at it in a way that could prevent that one person from sort of doing the thing that they do being the way that they be beg the question why in the hell are you even friends with this person on there when they're really just whatever but it's always an opportunity to practice the principles of the Course of Miracles, which are radical forgiveness, which is seeing that person as a reflection of some bullshit that's going on inside of me and forgive them. Which leads me to uh, which leads me to what I was originally talking about, um, which was waking up to beep, beep, beep. And so it's, you know, it's like nine o'clock in the morning and uh eight o'clock in the morning and and the next door neighbor who I was told 
when I moved in, before I moved in, I was I asked very, very explicitly before I moved in to the place where I currently live if the construction next door, like I asked when it would be done. And I was told it would be done by um, Halloween. Well, there's no end in sight to the, not only the construction. So there's, I, I, I would imagine that it's probably three, four, five hundred thousand dollars worth of work or more being done on this house next door to me. And it just, it's like never ending. Sometimes it starts at like six, like literally at six in the morning and you just hear the, the blue collar guys like, ah, fuck this and fuck that. Like super early, like drinking from their thermoses. And I got, I got no problem with them, obviously right there. A lot of, a couple of them are surfers. I befriended one of them and he's cool as hell. He pointed me to a ding repairman, a surfboard ding repairman right in the neighborhood. So now I know where to go to get my surfboards fixed when I screw them up. But, um, so, you know, he's just doing his job, showing up to work on time, but like, I'll be laying in bed sometimes 6am and you hear the dog bark and there's actually three of them. And then, um, you know, you just hear the, the shuffling of the guys getting ready to work and they're just, they're kind of mumblings and whatever. They're just getting their day started, you know, like they're about to work a fuck ton harder than I'm going to work. I guarantee you that. Right. Um, and, uh, so, you know, respect to them, but it just, it's like, it's like never ending. And I guess, and, and so they're also probably, I mean, feet from my bedroom door, just, a you know, maybe anywhere between five and 20 feet from my, my bedroom, not my bedroom door, my bedroom window. And, uh, so I've just kind of like learned to adapt to it. And usually the weekends are quiet, but, and then on top of this, they're, they had this insanely, like, disturbingly elaborate Halloween display. Like, they turned their house into, like, a, a haunted house type of a thing. And that people come from all around just to witness the magnificent spectacle of this Halloween display. And so you can't tell which is, like, the $500,000 addition or whatever they're doing to their house, renovation, and which is, like, just the Halloween decorations. <laughs> So Halloween comes and goes, and on Halloween, my street was just littered with, there was just like, I tried to, I, I actually did, I had to leave, I had to drive my car somewhere, and my my whole entire street had been blocked off, I did not know this was going to happen, I might have shared about this already, I had no idea this was going to happen, so I'm like, driving down the street, my street, where I live, at literally like one mile an hour. And all these people are giving me dirty looks like I'm this bad person. I like need to go to 7-Eleven to get something, you know. So this is the street I live in. I'm like, whatever. Practicing acceptance, you know, it's cool. And so Halloween comes and goes. All the Halloween decorations come down. And now the decorations that are going up are Christmas. And it's like, remember uh, uh, Clark Griswold in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? It's like that and this beeping sound is one of those it's called a man lift it's like a crane sort of it's like one of those things that you get in and it raises you up like 30 or 40 or 50 feet so that you can hang obnoxious christmas decorations on your roof and this these next door neighbors they got like they have a, a gigantic inflatable grinch driving a sleigh and then beyond the inflatable Grinch, they have just a regular Santa driving a sleigh. And then there's all these, there's the nutcracker, the nutcrackers on either side of the doorway that are like seven feet tall. And it's just this like, 
you know, obnoxious thing. And every time the fucking man lift beeps when it's going in reverse, the dogs bark. And it's like, it's like the most awful sound to ever fucking hear a dog make. Right. And I'm just trying to not lose my shit, you know, because I'm like, there's a part of me that just, you know, I think we all have a part in us that just wants to murder people when they don't behave the way that we feel that they should, you know. And uh, so I'm trying to manage that part and just be cool and just be a good neighbor and not do anything stupid. And and the thing just keeps beeping. So I get in my car and I drove away and I was gone for probably four hours today and I came back and they're still working. And now it's well after dark and the goddamn thing is still beeping and I'm starting to lose my cool. And so what do I do? I open A Course in Miracles. I put on some music in my headphones. My life, basically, when that kind of stuff goes is going on in this neighborhood, I, my life is headphones. And uh, so the prayer to say for lesson miracle, uh, Course in Miracles, Lesson 78, which is let miracles replace all grievances. Oftentimes there are prayers associated with, associated with specific lessons. Uh, The prayer is, let me behold my Savior in this one you have appointed as the one for me to ask to lead me to the holy light in which he stands, that I may join with him. So in other words, this obnoxious person who lives next door, who's actually this incredibly successful LGBT uh, lesbian attorney, right? She's She's like, I would not fuck with this woman. Like, she looks like she could just... She looks like she could seriously whoop your ass at softball. <laughs> that she's just got that look. You know what I mean? And I applaud her success. I think that it's amazing. It's by the way, this is a total side note. I have this non-binary trans masculine close per- person I'm very close to in my life. Um who I work with professionally. Non-binary trans masculine goes by they. And they hate lesbians. Goes, goes, goes off about lesbians every chance they get. It's funny. Hates lesbians. And this, this is a non-binary trans masculine. So basically a woman who transitioned to a man. Um, and it's funny to, uh, to hear them go off about lesbians. So who the fuck knows? I don't, I don't know. I I just, I just hang out. I just do my thing. I do the thing that I am assigned to do with this person in my life. Um, but anyway, so this, um, this, it's just like, it's just, um, amazing living next to this person because, you know, I don't believe in accidents. And so I'm, I'm just looking to like, what's the opportunity then for me? What is available for me in this? How is the Holy Spirit, how is God trying to get me to grow? Or how is God maturing me in this situation, in this hand that I've been dealt? You know, and I think about, it's so funny because I have to think about all of like the people in the world that have like real serious problems to deal with. And I've just got this beeping and Christmas decorations and Halloween decorations and construction. And then I've got this part of me that just gets off on suffering so hard, you know? And, um, 
And then there's this part of me that's deeply connected to spirit that knows the Course of Miracles. It's getting to be to where I know the Course of Miracles like the back of my hand and has read David Hawkins' work ad nauseum and knows all about the 12 steps and knows all this other stuff, right? And it's like, God is saying, okay, Dave, apply it. It's time to apply these lessons. It's time to, it's time to replace this grievance with a miracle. Because there's this whole section in the book that talks about, in the Course of Miracles book that talks about, uh, you can give your brother, your brother a lily or you can give him a thorn. And, and so here's an opportunity for me to give this person a thorn, you know, because I'm like, I actually know, I've mentioned this before, I know black magic, I know a spell, a binding spell that works really well, like it works quickly and it's very effective. And you use like cayenne pepper, it's called, you'd make this voodoo water, it's called. <laughs> I won't disclose the specifics of it, but you make this voodoo water and shake some cayenne pepper and throw this shit in the freezer and you know, you bind this person. And so there's that part of me. There's this part of me that's like, I'm going to bind the fuck out of this person. And that's, that would be offering these, the, that would be offering her a thorn. And so if I want to truly be a miracle worker, I'm going to have to offer her a lily. So the way I'm offering the lily is by applying lesson 78, let miracles replace all grievances and saying that prayer again, which I'll repeat, let me behold my Savior in this one you have appointed as the one for me to ask to lead me to the holy light in which he stands that I might join with him or her. Of course, miracles use all masculine language. Um, so it's, it's just hilarious because it's like, and, and then also the dogs in my neighborhood bark incessantly. And so I'm like, why in the fuck would God plot me down in the middle of a neighborhood full of loud, noisy, barking dogs with these obnoxious next-door neighbors and all of the worker people that come in before dawn and, like, all of it. You know, it's fun. The funny thing is I'm usually up that early anyway, and I get home. I get home from surfing. I'll go surfing for, like, two or three hours, and I'm coming back with my surfboard. I've just been fucking around all morning, and they're, like, they're like taking lunch and one of the one the one guy's always like, Hey, what's up, dude? How are the waves? And I'm like, They were great, dude. It was awesome. And he's like, Fuck, wish I got to surf more. And he's like installing electricity or whatever. He's like wiring the house. Whatever. It's not that I don't work. I do. I just work interpersonally with people in the afternoon. It's not manual, right? Um in the afternoons rather. So um it's it's just this hilarious little opportunity for me to essentially evolve as a human being, evolve as a spiritual being. Because Course in Miracles Lesson 34 is I could see peace instead of this. And I believe Course in Miracles Lesson 5 is I'm never upset for the reason that I think. So I'm not... Like, I'm not upset because there's noise next door. I'm upset for some other reason. Like, I'm upset that I don't have enough, that I don't have enough money, that I can't live in a quiet house in the country, you know, and put up my own, pay people thousands of dollars to put up my own decorations. And, you know, that's, maybe that's the reason I'm really bad, but that wouldn't even be the reason that I'm upset. I'm never upset for the reason that I think. Right? And then it says there are no small upsets, all things, like every disturbance is, is equally the same. Like basically, it doesn't matter. You're never upset for the reason that you think you're upset. So you might think you're upset at your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad or the neighbor or the fucking 
construction people that show up at six or the guy, <coughs> the guy in the ocean who just took your wave or the whatever. You're never upset for the reason that you think. You're, you're never upset because that your boyfriend or girlfriend dumped you or your wife or your husband divorced you. You're never upset for the reason that you think. You're not upset because you've got a medical condition. You're not, you're not upset about the anti-vax people. You're not upset for the reason that you think. If you're upset with the anti-vax people, what you're really upset about is like your survival, right? Or you're upset that they don't see things the way that you that you do. And so I'm never upset with the pro-vaxxers. I'm not, it's not, I'm not upset for the reason that I think. I'm upset that I'm not being understood or I'm not being heard. And I'm not really mad at that. I'm, as I talked about in the last episode, I'm actually hurt by that, right? So it's, it's hilarious um, the, when, when you really stop and analyze or pause or reflect on what's happening in your life, you will discover that it's, it's, it's never what you think, right? And, and I think that um, there was some famous person who said, you know, if we could, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but if you could just, if every person could learn to just sit by themselves in a room for five minutes alone without saying anything or with anyone else around, like we wouldn't have any problems at all in the world. And um, all the problems in the world stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room by himself. I think that's the quote. I'm not sure who said that. Voltaire, maybe? And Google it. Um, and then the Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying something along the lines of if everyone in the world took on meditation we would there would be no within one generation we would end war so basically if you could if the everybody in the world meditated for five ten minutes a day we wouldn't have war in like 20 years because people would ultimately go inward and what happens is we're afraid to go inward and so we point our finger outward now it's really easy to point your finger outward. I want to get the voodoo water, cast the spell, right? Rid this person of their very existence, you know? And that's that kind of ego side. It's not really evil, but it's like, I just, I just want to be left alone. I just want to be alone with my books and my Netflix. And please leave me unfettered. And God is saying, no, Dave, I'm teaching you how to love. I'm inviting you to love radically. You know, I'm inviting you. You want to become a more patient, patient person? You don't, if, if you ask, if you pray for patience, God doesn't just make you patient. God gives you an opportunity to become more patient. So you say, God, please make me more patient. And then there's some fucking asshole standing in front of you in the grocery store line. Or there's some fucking cocksucker on Facebook saying that same stupid fucking shit that they always say. There's your opportunity. God, please make me more loving. And there's Mr. Fucking or Miss Jackass, you know, and all their jackass friends liking that point of view that you in your heart believe is evil. That's how you become more loving. And it goes right back to what Jesus said on the cross. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. And Course in Miracles is rooted in a very radical, very radical forgiveness, a very radical form of forgiveness. So it's so funny, too, because I, as I was pulling up after my four hours away from my house, I retreated from my house to go find some solace. You know what I mean? I'm like reading a book at a coffee shop and the coffee shop's closing. And, um, and I come back 
and uh and i see the i see the woman the next door neighbor right like out on her porch and she, you know she's got like a new york rangers hockey hat on you know like one like a baseball hat but it's for hockey and she's got a hockey jersey on you know and she's got this like short hair and you know i would not fuck with this person this person is obviously insanely powerful and insanely successful and very 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 good at making things happen in the universe right and i have an enormous amount of admiration and respect for that i have an enormous amount of admiration for that dynamism i have an enormous amount of respect for that ability to make things happen and she's like on her front porch and she's just like she's just looking out over like what she just created in the universe with and she's just got this like look of satisfaction on her face like fuck yeah i have the most gangster motherfucking front lawn in all of oceanside california and i fucking know it and i fucking worked my fucking ass off to make enough money to be able to hire these people to fucking order them around to fucking make it all look exactly the way i want it to you know and i have a feeling she like pays them fairly and i have a feeling that she like really respects them i just i've seen some of her communications with some of the workers and she's just like this like powerful leader and it was so funny to see this like i just caught a glimpse of the look in her eye and she was just like fuck yeah i'm a boss i am the fucking pimp of these parts you motherfuckers do not fuck with me and i just was kind of like respect it was like kind of like hashtag respect you know for like the split second i got like this glimpse into this person's universe and as course of miracle says i saw the christ in them i saw that i saw the light i saw this this piece in them that just was just tickled pink at this magnificent creation you know and i just shot a little love over there you know i just like shot a little prayer i took a picture of it and sent it to a friend i'm like check this shit out this shit makes Clark W. Griswold, you know, puts Clark W. Griswold to shame. And at the end of the day, I got respect, as I said. And and it's so funny. So I have this this beautiful little holy moment, you know, where I see the glimmer in her eye. And I'm just like, I'm just like, all right, like, I will see the Christ in you. I will agree to see the Christ in, in you for this what Chorus of Miracles were referred to as the holy instant, right? And um, which is the moment in which all your bullshit ceases and you just behold the light of God. And I'm like, cool. And I come into my house, like carry all my shit in my house and I like sit down and, and then like, I just hear the thing like beep, beep, beep. And then I hear the dogs bark and I'm just like, you fucking bitch, <laughs> get me the voodoo water. <laughs> and, but no, don't get me the voodoo water. You know, it's just so funny. And, and if you actually listen, if you listen, you might behold the sounds in the background. It's like right now it's like 630 at night and they're still not done. And I think now like the workers are done and they're like celebrating with like beers and music. <laughs> I'm just like, this is epic. But this is how we grow as human beings. We grow as human beings by seeing things um, not as we wish for them to be and deciding to shift our attitudes in the face of that. And that is how we evolve as human beings. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye.
I do.